Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Do it now. Testing, testing. I'm on today. You turn on my microphone. Nobody says testing. It's check, check, mic, check, check. Really? When did that go? It was always testing, testing, one, no. two, three. No, no. It's nope. been, uh-oh. <laughs> what? We're going to get yelled Testing. At. You guys are testing. Testing my patience. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's why we had to drop that. It was too easy for... Your job is production, not criticism. <laughs> I'm good at both, actually. <laughs> Very good at the latter. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> no What's doubt. What's your absolutely in reference to? Uh... This is on the mark, WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. I'm and on. it could easily be on the Kevin. Just remember that. That's true. Yeah, that has a nice ring to it. <laughs> All right. All right. On the mark sponsor. I still say we're lucky his name wasn't John. All right. Today's program, we're on, on the, the John. John right. So Actually, we had a guest one time on the phone who was. Right, but that's another topic. <laughs> that's another story. We were flush after that, baby. Yes, we were. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Never did say on the market sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can talk about the uh, slow count of the Mamet Oz and David McCormick race that's still being tabulated, or the huge landslide by Doug Mastriano in the gubernatorial race yesterday. Everybody says he's unelectable, but I'll tell you what, that's quite a margin for him. Uh, let's see. What else? One of our... We got about a half a dozen emails. No, 11 emails. We 11? No, nope, 12. And 12. he's an even right. dozen. Well, thank you for that. I 12. Well, he wants going twice. Why 13? 13. So we'll try to get to some of those. We really are going to oh, do Oh, let's it. do it. We'll have, we have an intention. We are going to set our intention today to get to those. Do you ever go to places where you start out by setting an intention, Joe? Uh, well, at our church every week, we play for the Pope's intention. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. there. That's interesting. Uh, but, um, yeah, so we're going to set Not our intention. his intention is any better than anybody else's. Well, but we... well, he's pretty good. So he's a good guy. Although he's not uh, the Pope today. Benedict was kind of milquetoast, but this one doesn't have loving friends all around the globe for some reason. I'm not sure why. I guess because we're all alive when John Paul was around. That's so true. He set their gold standard. Anyway, all right. Toll-free line open. one 800 Seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com, and you can text us at seven zero two three six. Include the keyword OTM. We would love to hear from you. Yes, we would. All right. So let's see. Uh, phones always come first, which is why we have a dozen emails backed up. Is because uh, we always <laughs> Maybe go we to the callers. Emails should come first. All right. Well, why don't we do that um, next we Tuesday? One? Emails okay. come first. Oh, okay. you want to read one? We'll do the Just upper one. upper right hand corner. All right. The Democratic. Party has always been the racist party since slavery. So please, play this audio file so we can see where the Democrats stand on replacement theory. This audio was played all over the radio yesterday. 
Uh, and it's a it's a clip of uh, hundreds of commentators saying that uh, blacks and Hispanics and people from the Middle East, perhaps, I guess, are taking over the demographics of the makeup of the population, either of the world or around here, saying that uh, what we used to call minorities will soon be in the majority and whites will be in the minority. So? So, yeah, so what? <laughs> but it doesn't prove that Jews and uh, elites... Whites are, are in the minority all over the world. Are making Well, yeah, definitely <laughs> true. Yeah, what's happening in the U.S. is we're becoming more world-like in terms of our makeup. But uh, is it true that the Democratic Party's always been the racist party Absolutely. S- since slavery? Is it? Why are Republicans so intent on displacing Democrats then, you know, with all of these policies and the replacement series? Well, you know, let, let's take, for example, take Georgia. That. Everybody was saying that's racist. They're doing, they're doing all these things with this Georgia voting law that's going to make it harder for minorities to vote. Guess what? Georgia is so far ahead in the terms of number of people who have got mail-in ballots for this election coming up that it's beyond belief. So this voter suppression that the Democrats were howling they were going to do in Georgia has actually promoted more voting and there are fewer so more people, participation. right? And it's it's more more secure than it's oh, ever okay. been. And so that is evidence that Democrats are still racist, and, and Republicans they, are not. They play the race card every chance they get. That's right. the problem. Everybody's racist. This is a yes or no. Then, since you won't answer, no. Democrats are more racist today than they were yesterday. No, they're not. Are Republicans more racist today than they were yesterday? No. Okay. I don't think so. so that I, I I agree with you, and I I think our letter writer says just the opposite. He says the. Democratic Party's always been the party of racists since slavery, but I, that is well, certainly that's true. That's true up to up to the more recent times when they started realizing that black people vote, and then they started courting their vote. But let's face it; it wasn't Republicans who were against the voting rights law. It was President Lyndon Johnson who had to, you know, endure the slings and arrows of people in his own party, the Southern Democrats, who uh, in the coalition he formed with Republicans to get the Voting Rights Act passed, the Civil Rights Act of 1964. And a lot of the Republican rhetoric today speaks of racism, but it's not blatant. And as Joe said, this, of course, racism is not a big part of the Republican Party, or it's not any part of the organized Republican Party. It's just individuals that may speak that way. And there may be Democrats that speak that way, too. So uh, I would ask our good emailer, uh, yeah, say more. Yeah, tell us where to go from here, because we, I think we can, Joe and I can stipulate that neither party is blatantly racist right now. Democrats probably are trying the hardest not to be Republicans are trying the hardest to, you know, go up to the edge of the line well, without I, I stepping over. I dispute that. I really dispute that. Okay. You know, because you... You, you haven't char- heard Doug Mastriano you lately ca- or the rest of them? You characterize anything as racist. Well, I'm not talking about Doug Mastriano. I'm talking about Republicans. In general, are there okay. individual Republicans who are reprehensible? Absolutely. Are there individual Democrats who are repre- reprehensible? Absolutely. I'm shaking my head. Well, no. I know you are. I was, <laughs> I was thinking of you. <laughs> but, you know, there are bad people, as President Trump said, they're good people people on both sides and bad people on both sides. And he has been castigated for that because he spoke about it There's in relation to Charlotte. Yeah, you, and I, you conceded yesterday that you could be a white supremacist without being harming anybody. Well, but he was... The, and he, why does that make you... Just if I have my personal view that uh, black people are superior to white people, does that make me a racist? Good people uh, at, in the Charlotte... What was that, four or five years there ago? There was one person who took the car. Look at the black driver well, no, who took the car. no, that's not what he look was... He was black, talking about the crowd as a whole that did okay. the march. Well, look at the black person who took a car and ran down a whole pile of people. We don't hear much about that. I'm just saying that, you know... My problem with the race issue is that everybody's playing it for whatever political advantage 
advantage they can get out of it. Why can't we all just get along? Well, that was Rodney right. King's argument. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everybody, or thank you for the email, sir. Uh, give us more to go on. We would love to continue this conversation. one 800 795 Eric has been <clears throat> waiting. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. You're so, welcome. Joe, your man, Ahmed Oz, is right there in the running. His name is um, not Ahmed. It's Ahmed. <laughs> Ahmed, Ahmed, that's, Ahmed, whatever. If I did that, you'd be calling me racist. Absolutely, and he's from Turkey, and he's a Christian. <laughs> oh, he's from Turkey, not from um, the Mediterranean. Oh, that's right, Turkey's in the Mediterranean. Oh, my gosh, that's right. Um, so, um, so his first act as a... Uh, potential winner, I think, should be getting a hold of his buddies over in Turkey and tell them to quit trying to block Sweden and uh, Finland from able to do NATO. He wants to do something good. Let's let him use his uh, his uh, Turkish citizenship for some good. What do you think about that? Well, I'm not familiar with what Erdogan is doing, but I, I don't think he's going to succeed if he is trying to block Finland and Sweden from getting into NATO. It's not going to work. No, don't dot, dot the issue. Should should or not? Shouldn't Ahmed Oz, you know, get a hold of his government and say, "Hey, stop this!" Right? I, you know, it's uh, not his NATO is a good thing. And what are you guys doing? It's not his government. He has dual citizenship, but he's also an American. Oh, citizen. so so he's not a citizen. So it's not his government. He right. has dual citizenship. You're, you're so just it's being partially ar- his gun, you're, it's half his government. You're, you're just being, being argumentative. <laughs> All right. What else? No, Eric? you're being argumentative. Is okay. he or is he not a citizen of Turkey? And right. of the United States. All right, Eric, the question So he Jeff. has a right to vote in Turkish elections. No, I don't, no, think, I don't think so. so. No, I think you, you can only Why? vote in one place. Why? Well, does he return to... All right, have, give me evidence that he's returned to Turkey to vote. But no, you have a residence. You still Give have, me evidence that he doesn't have the ability. You're saying it's not his government. I'm saying he's yeah. a citizen of Turkey, yeah, yeah, and that Joe. is his government. <laughs> all right. oh, so I could have the ability Let's to be go. a brain surgeon, but I'm not. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> all right, what else, Eric? Uh, I think racism goes far deeper than any political affiliation. My concern is... Uh, the ability of this 18-year-old to get those weapons. Now, I, it wasn't openly reported. Was that a semi-automatic rifle he used up there in Buffalo, or um, was it just a long gun? I'm assuming it's some sort of semi-automatic. He killed 10 people in that short period of time. I don't know. I didn't hear what the gun was. Did you? Uh, some kind of an assault rifle, but or AR type rifle. But I didn't hear the caliber, the type, or the make, or where he got. So it. if you can't own a okay, if you cannot own own a handgun under age twenty one, why are we allowing you know juveniles over eighteen to to acquire uh, uh, semi automatic rifles if they can't do semi automatic pistols? Mm, probably. And he did acquire. He did acquire legally. That ammunition in Pennsylvania. Well, eighteen year, nineteen year old, eighteen year olds can hunt, so you can buy a rifle for hunting, and that's eighteen year olds. But you do not use semi-automatic rifles for hunting; it's illegal. Well, we get you semi-automatic shotguns. You can use semi-automatic shotguns uh, only with three shells in them. In but Pennsylvania, you cannot use semi-automatic rifles for hunting. So the, there's, there's no. That's in Pennsylvania. He's not a Pennsylvania citizen, so he doesn't have to comply with Pennsylvania's rules. In Pennsylvania, you can't hunt with a semi-automatic rifle. Now, you will be able to. At least deer, you could probably hunt some other things with one (laughs) in Pennsylvania. So it's not a blanket ban nationwide or anything. Go ahead. Uh, But but 18-year-olds 
should be able to have just free reign on a semi-automatic rifle. Well, actually, we give although a, they can't own handguns, we give eighteen-year-olds far more equipment than that. It's called the United States military. We hand them far, far more high And they are weapons. regulated and understanding orders when they join the military. They are under the authority of someone else. This young lad apparently wasn't on the authority of himself or some nut that he, nut group he has on the Internet. <laughs> some nut group he has on the Internet. He was being controlled by Satan. Well, well he had the thing played live, Joe. What do you call that? You call that some, some great citizen group? Nope. But Thank I'm not going to go that far, as All far right. as you're going. we got a caller rating, so well, go, I am go a ahead. gun owner, I believe, in the Second Amendment. <laughs> However, I also believe that, you know, why Why is it so many of these um, these serial ki- uh, killers that go and kill, I shoot up or under age 21? And I, I cite the one who shot up my uh, my uh, nephew and nieces uh, down, at, uh, down in Florida. He was uh-huh. also 19 years old. All right, we got you, Eric. Thank you if so you much. If you, can't own, if you cannot own a handgun under age 21, you should not be able to own assault-type rifles under 21 either. All right, noted. Thank you, Fair sir. Enough. Thanks for calling Thanks. in. First caller of the Thank day. Thank you. Bob, next caller of the day. <laughs> That's what Good you morning. Said. I have two issues. Uh, number one, <clears throat> I just found out why Biden just this uh, emergency order on the uh, baby formula. Pete Bubacek can't nurse, so he must have ran out of his supply. I don't understand why we have all this... Uh, um, formula at the border, and where where our people aren't getting it. I think Biden is slowly, gradually trying to kill us all. And isn't he? He should be in, uh, incompetent in the fact that he's not protecting our border. Didn't he swear to protect the citizens of this country? He did, and, and, and uphold the laws. Uphold the law, and, and also support us. But and the other thing is, our new press secretary, or whatever she is. Um, I think she's so far left, she's going to have to make a right-hand turn because there's no more left turns she can make. <laughs> she handles herself very poorly. Well, she is off can't to a we, terrible start. I'll agree with you, a terrible start. Can't we please just get one nice <clears throat> nice married lady with a child uh, and don't have all these extra credentials after their names? I think Jen Psaki was married with a child. Yeah, she, okay, she talked I'm about her the new family. one has, is, is gay. And they're only 1% of the population. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't, I don't mind this. You know, I'll handle it gradually, but please quit push, pushing it down my throat. Every time I turn around, we got one of those appointed or something, and I don't really know if they're capable. And this ensure isn't off to a good start. I don't think anybody's forcing it down your throat. I think you're just sensitive to it. Well, yes, I'd be sensitive to it. If you're going to throw up on it, I would too, don't you think? Well, Thank you. I mean, you know, bear in mind that Jen Psaki, I thought, was a pretty good spokesperson for the regime, if you will. This uh, Jean St. Pierre is off to a very rocky start. I mean, and she doesn't seem, she just doesn't seem to be with it. And I, I would be surprised, and I don't care what she is, black, white, gay, straight. The question is whether or not she's performing a good job for the administration. And frankly, at this point, I don't think she is. Now, maybe she'll settle down. Maybe she'll do great in the Did long run. Did she do run. poorly yesterday, in your she's view? She's done very poorly. Okay. Both, I both have, days. I don't, all, I don't all watch three these days. briefings, so I don't know. Well, and the world is watching, so it's not just you know what the individual at the podium is doing. So, uh, well, well, to be continued. Hopefully, she'll get up to speed ASAP. 1-800-795-9565. I've got a caller waiting. We'll take a quickie break. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. 
That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. It don't matter if you're black or white. Oh, yeah, nice song. Thank you, Kevin. Fabulous producer. Yesterday, one of our listeners uh, said the... Uh, who who was a white nationalist or a nationalist Christian, American Christian nationalist or whatever it was? Well, that was the president was talking about Christian uh, supremacists. Or the fellow up in Buffalo, right? Right. And what, at that time, one of our listeners sent a note and said, who said Christian extremism is okay? Those overzealous Bible thumpers interpret ridiculousness and are just as dangerous as any other extreme group. Overzealous Bible thumpers. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> then Joe and Mark, the issue with Oops. speech at Buffalo was the setting. It was not a political stump. I also have issue with Biden not condemning the black socialist in Wisconsin that drove his car into people at a Christmas parade. Yeah, you don't hear much about that. All right, one eight hundred seven. That was a hate crime. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number, and. Uh, <laughs> It's our number, all right. Stand. Thank you. Sorry, I lost my place here. I can only do one thing at a time. And you don't even do that very well. Is it that obvious? Stan. Hello, Stan. Yeah, oh. I'm here. All I'm right. here. Uh, you're right, Joe. The Waukesha driver, uh, the shooter in the New York subway, the guy in uh, the church out in California over the weekend, that's all hate crimes. Right? But it doesn't fit the narrative, so we won't push that through the media. Why do we that's, hear about all those things? Why do we hear about all those Why? things? We hear about them, but we don't hear about them for as long a period of time, and we don't label them the way we do something committed by a white person. Oh, brother. You we guys don't. got it bad. It, that, no, it's, no it, it's the truth, Mark, and, and you know it. All right. Oh, I know. All right. Yeah, oh, I know. Now, now you, you, you may, yeah, you do. But anyways, you made a statement <laughs> about Republicans walking to the edge of being racist earlier. When you were talking about Democrats, how the Democrats aren't racist anymore, but the Republicans, they walk right to the edge. Really? I said, I said Democrats are trying not to be racist. Uh, but, the, but the Republicans walk right to the edge. Right. That, that was is, your statement that is along true. those lines. 100% true. Okay. <clears throat> but the Democrats, you know, every voting law that has been instituted in this country in the last year or two, you know, by, Dem- by, by Republicans or whoever, applies to every citizen in the states they were enacted in. So, for the Democrats to say that uh, blacks and minorities are unable to comply with those laws are, uh, repeat after me, the soft bigotry of low darn racist. Who coined that phrase? Stan. No. I believe that was Mr. Bush. Oh, one of the Bush presidents. G.W. You're right. Oh, the yep, original. I remember that. The now, original. whether he's the only one, I don't know. Okay. But uh, you know, so that's you know that's that's where we're at now because you know the the, the Democrats don't think that the you know <laughs> people of minorities are capable of doing what is needed to vote. 
and I find that to be disgustingly racist. That's just me. So, and as far as EARs go, uh, in New York State, they are allowed to use semi-automatic firearms to hunt all game with. You know, Eric says that you can't use them in to hunt. Yes, in New York State, you can. Okay. Deer, bear, That's surprising, given, given their propensity and, for uh, gun mm-hmm. legislation. Which means a, a, a teenager, a 12, 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old would be able to use one, not buy one, but yeah. they could use one to hunt. Absolutely. Now, this guy, he should have never been able to purchase that firearm to start with because his mental incapacity, you know, they did, they did commit him. Now, we still don't know whether it was involuntary or, you know, voluntary that commit, but the cops did take him to the hospital for the evaluation. So I don't know because they haven't released what it was. If it was involuntarily commit, then the system definitely failed the citizens of New York State because they have their red flag law, and federal law says that anybody involuntarily committed cannot purchase a firearm. Now, I have not boned up on this, so I, I actually don't know the answer to this question. That This time that he was committed for a short time, then released, was that the only thing that might trigger somebody that could call for a red flag law, or were there other things he might have done that could have uh, you know, raised some concerns? Good question. Yeah, Threatening to shoot up the school is a big one. Oh, well, that is a big one. That's a big one. That, that should have ended <laughs> okay. it right there. Right. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. That, that's, I think it's hard to argue with Stan on that Right. One. No, I 100% agree. And if they do have a red flag law, which they do, and nobody caught that or noticed it or, or tried to impose it, then that's a, a missed opportunity. It certainly is. That is a failure of the state. Yeah. Failure again of the state, which is normal. So it's, it happens all the time. It's happened in Texas. It happens all across the country. But, hey, just take the guns. You know, that, that'll solve all the problems, right? Well, right. some people think it would. Yeah, I know they do. So, but as far as handgun purchases under 21, that's a law that should be changed. Because if you're 18 old enough to go in the military and get your butt shut up, you should be able to purchase any handgun at 18. That's all, right. all I'm going to say. All right. Thanks. Have a great day. Yeah, Fair thank enough. you so much Thanks for calling you. in. Very good questions across the board, Stan. All right. We've got two callers in a short amount of time. Joe gets the microphone from down in Schuylkill County. He's in rough and ready. I've been there, sir. I've been fishing down there. So, good morning. Alrighty. Good morning. I was just going to say, all this talk, and nobody's read this guy's manifesto. He claimed to be an uh, eco, uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, let me see here. A uh, an eco nationalist fascist socialist, and uh, <laughs> that's quite a combination. Um, also, an environmental <laughs> environmental aid belongs to this environmental um, pro activist. Uh, there's a number of left wing fanatical organizations the guy belongs to. <laughs> the eco groups, they're le- they're fanatics. But Tree huggers. Time and time again, when you look at New York State, real quick, when New York State has the most comprehensive gun uh, laws in the United States, and yet everything failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stan we said there were a couple of red flag opportunities. And we got to start blaming people. You know, the people that use firearms... Um, illegal or these things they need to be gotten rid of we need to stop uh, playing with them if you use a weapon in the commission of a crime 
there should be a 10-year maximum sentence from the day of sentencing, not from the day you're arrested. We, we should put these people away um, and also uh, across the country, look at every single shooter that we have. The majority of them are in states that have the maximum uh, gun laws, the, the most extreme gun laws in the country. They have the highest murder rates, the highest uh, uh, just per capita. I'm trying to hurry up because I know you have two calls in a short amount well, of that's, time. That's why we have a whole so, other hour of the program. So, And what should we do? Joe, I think you're definitely on to something, but what should we do? What we need to do is we, we need to stop uh, radicalizing our youth in schools and in colleges across this country with fanatical, you know, they didn't get these ideas on themselves. They got these ideas from somebody taught them. You don't become an eco-fascist or an environmental, uh, belong to environmental uh, action groups that go out and, and um, cause devastating destruction. To, to uh, and attack people. What the people is people attack these people in the cities? Who who trained them? Who taught? How them? do they squeeze this? cities were on fire. Our nation's capital in July. Right. No, we, we got it. Okay. Yeah, we're in trouble. Our no, Joe, were attacked. hold on, Nobody sir. Nobody cares. We don't even have a hearing on it. Joe, how? What? Take where care. in the? Where in the? Cur- where what, in the curriculum what, is this fascism class that you're talking about? Um, if you uh, go in and listen to kids that bring in uh, their cell phones and play them during some of the classes, the teachers um, will talk about social justice and how they need to take an active part in saving the planet. And by only by direct action against uh, conservatives and people that are um, uh, considered... Um, okay. All right. We got you. It's it's in the teachers. I'll let you, I'll let you go. I'm trying to hurry up. I hear All right. We'll chit chat later. Thank you. Call we back we get it. More time. Well, plus if it's if we have teachers that are promoting violence, that certainly that's certainly a problem. That's the dilemma. Mike, stand by or call back after the news. We'll get you on. We got a whole hour of open phones coming up. It's going to be a busy morning. I can just sense it. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings, welcome back. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe's across from me. Kevin Hurst, our fabulous producer on the mark, sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. And you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Don't have any texts yet. We've got a dozen emails. And we do have a caller waiting. Oh, we got another call coming in. All right. Okay. So, but Mike is waiting. We're going to do Mike before we do the news headlines. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. I'm, I'm disqualified from talking about racial issues since I voted for President Trump every time he was on the ballot. So <laughs> I'll just skip that. Well, you know, you're and, highly qualified to talk about racism. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tell that to my uh, uh, minority biracial family here and uh, see what they have to say about that. Hey, uh, let me just ask you this. Has anyone speculated 
that Joe Biden might be the next Richard Nixon? Why do you say that, just out of curiosity? Well, the Sussman, Michael Sussman trial is uh, started down in Washington, D.C. Right. And uh, he, he was the fella that claimed to be just a regular Joe off the street that had some evidence about Trump uh, being a pawn of the Russians. And he took it to the FBI, and the FBI ran with it. And it turned out that he, he was working for the uh, Clinton, well, allegedly working for the uh, Clinton campaign. And then in 2017, the FBI allegedly found out that this dossier and everything was fake. But I know there were meetings. See, in my mind, this was a political campaign trick, a dirty trick to try to make Trump lose. But then he won. So once he won, then they had to go to Plan B and uh, decide what they were going to do to cover their tracks. And I know that there were meetings in the Oval Office, reportedly meetings in the Oval Office with the key players. And I'm wondering whether Joe Biden was privy to any of this information, that it was just a dirty trick. And uh, if it was, you know, if he was present, why didn't he make it known? Why did he cover? Why was he involved in the cover-up? You know, that's what Nixon, the cover-up was worse than the crime, and that's what got Nixon. And I'm just wondering, are we going to find out that Joe was part of the cover-up on Russiagate? Well, that's an interesting question. I mean, I've, we, it, it is an interesting question, I think, and I mean, we're we're listening to Biden talk about you know white supremacists every other word when he's uh, giving a speech these days. Uh, why aren't we talking about one of the greatest threats of democracy, a president that may have been taken down by a hoax? Well, yeah, but he really wasn't running at that time. It was Hillary Clinton. I mean, you know, Joe Biden's involvement at that point, he was saying he wasn't ever going to run for president again. And he, um, you know, he was kind of, I won't say he was out of the picture, he was serving as vice president, but he really was a lame duck in that position, too. I don't know that he would have been actively participating in anything like that. Oh, I, I, I understand that completely, but what I'm saying is after... After Trump won the election, you know, there's reports that there were all hands meetings for the key players in the Oval Office, and uh, and one of them there's a real nice picture that's going around of uh, Obama and Comey basically walking arm in arm, and Biden following him like a little puppy dog, and like I said, I think if he was involved in any of these meetings that uh, related to the cover up of RussiaGate, then I think he he could be culpable. And, and that's all I'm asking. Well, uh, we're talking about everything else under the world, but the reality is we had a false thing that basically almost took out a president and really probably ended up in him being defeated for a second term. And, and it's, not, it's not being talked about. Wouldn't what that's you're, that's would, just my question. Wouldn't what you're saying possibly be much more accurate if it referred to Barack Obama, who would have been actively misled or would have been taken in? Well, we'll never know if we don't investigate well, he can't be removed from office now, or he can't resign. He's already out. <laughs> well, well the same true. as Richard Nixon, but we still remember what he did. All right, so we'd right. have a good memory, but why waste all that money indicting him? Okay. <laughs> right, but we got to get um, Biden out of office is the supposition here. All right, thank you so much, Mike. Anything well, else? Oh, just one, one quick question. One of your callers here was talking about you know the stuff being taught in our schools. I, I'm not real crazy about following that up, but what I want to say is I, I do believe that the United States of America is in serious decline, okay? And 
the you know, we're an empire. We're an empire, and all empires in the past have you know declined and failed pretty much. And I think the same could be in store for us. And I think we should be facing the reality that this country is in decline, and the politicians they're just trying to make sure that the decline goes the way they want it instead of trying to keep uh, things good for the people of the United States. So I, I think we are in decline, but I don't think anybody's doing anything about it. Just like you said, Joe, each side uses it to their own advantage. But who benefits if the country declines? Well, it depends on where well, you are when it goes down. <laughs> well, I guess it does. <laughs> that's right. And if you have enough money to, to go, go to, to the survive. next best country, you know. I mean, let's face it. We are in decline, but, boy, there's a lot of people wanting to get here because it's a heck of a lot better than where they're at because they've already declined. All right, we got you, Mike. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks for calling in. Take care now. Yep. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Stand by, Dale. we got to do some uh, headlines here. Uh, slight changes in the counting in terms of Mamet Oz and David McCormick, who are Republicans hoping to be our next U.S. Senator. The nomination process has uh, McCormick with uh, 414,367 votes and Mamet Oz with 415,500. So a little bit more than 1,000 votes separating them right at the moment. Supposedly 99% of the votes have been in, but that's the same percentage for a long time. Uh, As for uh, mail-in votes, McCormick is moving farther ahead in the mail-in votes. Remember earlier in the show, I said Mamet gets one and McCormick gets one and right, Mamet gets... Well, that's false. McCormick gets a 1.1 and Oz gets one. The way things have been going, McCormick has 4,300... No, 43,345. Oz has 30,875. So, it's about one point one and an eighth mail-ins come in for McCormick. But Lawrence's worthless wisdom is, okay, I got that, but if they have less than 100,000 votes left to count, that still won't be enough. It won't uh, put him above Oz. The rate of recovery is not fast enough. Do they know how many votes are outstanding? Yes, because they mailed them out. Yeah, but so they know what came apparently back. there are still some votes cast on election day that haven't been counted. So at least that was the reporting I heard this morning. Oh, some regular votes. Well, yeah, that's and good. the other the other variable, gentlemen, is the fact of where did they come from? What part of the state are they from? Right, that messes up the. Oh, that, but see, that doesn't change the average. No, but it, but it also it changed the the or it could be the reason that we don't have a projected winner at this point because they're not exactly sure. Like if they come from Republicans in Philadelphia. If this were the regular election, you would say, okay, the majority of those are probably going to be Democratic votes. You can't say that here. So I don't think they have any idea, you know, which where these are coming from and how to judge that. Right. The only person... If you understand where I'm going right, with that. Absolutely. Right. The only person who knows who's, who the winner is is President Trump. And well, we know he, his he record told, on, on, <laughs> on reality. So, all right, on reality. Uh, continuing with, uh, let's see. This is reality, Greg. Who said that? What movie is that from? This is re- this is reality, Greg. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen that movie. Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman will soon return to work. Our correspondent Mark Sims has that story. Fetterman, who was hospitalized Friday after suffering a stroke and had a pacemaker implanted Tuesday, has submitted a letter of declaration to the General Assembly that he is again able to carry out his duties. As a result, Fetterman will be able to resume his duties on Monday. But until that time, Senate President Pro Tem Jay Corman will continue to serve as acting lieutenant governor. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Armed Some service. people ask why we need a lieutenant governor at all, let alone an acting one. <laughs> so. Well, anyway, well, that's just it. Um, 
you know, when asked about it, Jay Corman sat still and he rolled his eyes and he says, so far, no duties, <laughs> so, or so far, no action. Yeah, he, that same thing happened with, uh, not, not, uh, was not it, Scarlata, Scar, the, who Scarnati. Was, Scarnati, right, yeah. He yeah. Was the, and he was a lightning rod, so people are like, oh my gosh, if he has to make a decision, it's going to be <laughs> ultra right, but uh, you know, guess what, we, we survived that. Oh, he did a good job. As Lieutenant Governor, yeah, he, he did. did nothing. No, he did. He he was working with our Pennsylvania Emergency Community. Oh, he Committee. did the job of Lieutenant we had, Governor. We yeah. had Good many meetings in his office, uh, Lieutenant Governor's office. Right, so he was busy, like like the duck on the pond. He's paddling like crazy underneath. <laughs> you just can't see it. All right. There's something I'll carry with me the rest oh, of the Oh, you day. never heard that illustration? No, I don't believe I had. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Scarnetti, when a lieutenant governor, was just like the duck on the pond. The t- pond's, mo- the duck's moving smoothly, but you can't tell. He's paddling like hell underneath. I'll have so, to remember that. Yep, that's a, that's an old illustration. All right, anyway. Must be a hunting illustration for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. A couple more brief news stories here. Knoebel's Amusement Resort invites past and present U.S. military members to enjoy a free ride pass this Saturday. On this special day, park guests can enjoy a visit. Visits with representatives from the military branches and a wide range of other related and veteran services to talk about career and service opportunities. Northumberland County Veterans Affairs Department put together a visit for Armed Forces Day this Saturday at Knoebels that will include K-9 Haven Hero, Pyramid Healthcare, Penn State Master Gardeners, Central Susquehanna Opportunities, Soldier and Family Readiness Specials, Rescue Pets and Serving Vets, information from Career Link and Rabbit Transit in the Department of Military Affairs at Knoebels. This Rescue pets and serving vets. It sounds very well. These are uh, pets that came from military service and are retired from military oh, service. Okay. And so there is that. Plus, of course, uh, PTSD, highly responsive to pet therapy, as you as yes, we have I talked about. That. Uh, in Pennsylvania, COVID nineteen cases continued rising over the past week, and now hospitalizations are above a thousand. State Department of Health now producing weekly numbers. Uh, the state had about twenty eight thousand cases in the past week. Our area had. 336 cases and three deaths in the past week. And Joe, you'll be happy to know. I'm happy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the circus is back without animals. Ringling <laughs> Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus has announced the return of their three-ring circus after the fall of, or in the fall of 2023 after the American tour. Uh, then the American tour will hit 50 cities. The circus shut down in 2017. Remember, we have video at com of the last circus train. Man, they sold all the equipment. Sunbury. How are they going to get around? Uh, I have no idea. Anyway, after multiple lawsuits from animal rights activists and a drop in ticket sales, the show's director says they want audiences to be on the edge of their seats. If this means means that there are more clowns. We're not going, says well, the CBS commentator who wrote this. Thank you, by the way, for mentioning clowns, because you just set up the next break's music. Okay, yes, we got clowns at the Barnum Clowns to the left of me, clowns, jokers to my right, stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> There's a punchline from a movie that says, this is reality, Greg. What is that from? I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I for think some... you must have been asleep and dreaming No, it's that real. It's real. I forget. I just forget what it's from. All right, Dale, your patience is astounding. And rewarded. You're on the mark. Yeah, if, you, if you've been listening in the last five years, not hearing, and you had the ability to listen, okay, it was Trump perpetuating division. It's Biden perpetuating division. Now it's NPR perpetuating division. All coming from the central banks, Okay. What, what that is means, yes, you guys are worse than Biden and Trump put together. Oh. 
What? You found us out. It pays, it, pay, it pays good. I know it pays good. Perpetuating division because that's what they want. They want us to fight because they're ready to move their chips over in China. They're going to take your retirement. They're going to they're going to make us starve because they want to move. How are we it, perpetuating division, Dale? How are we doing it? How are you doing it? Yeah, because you, you're echoing what they want you to do. You, you want to give people a voice where they have no ability to listen to what's happening. But we give am you I a right voice. That, we give you a voice. We don't edit right you. That, am I right that Trump and Biden are perpetuating division? No, they're not perpetuating. They're capitalizing on it. It helps a lot of people. Okay, they both it. work for the central banks. Okay, and they act okay. like they're fighting, but they're both doing the same job. Okay? Which central bank are you talking about? There's the Federal Reserve. Oh, I thought you meant like bank. like Norway National Bank. Like okay, the main let me office. Tell you, ask you, Joe. Does the CIA work for the American people or the government, or they work for the central banks? You know, Central Intelligence. Who they work Come for? Come on, Joe. Joe. This is a big quiz. Comedy Central, I Who think. Who they work for, Comedy, Joe? Comedy huh? Central. They work for Comedy Central. <laughs> okay, Central Bank and Central Intelligence Agency. They work for the Central Bank, which controls NPR, Biden, and Trump, okay? So I think you people Jeez. start listening. Stop dividing people. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't listen to you two days in a row. You guys are sick. You guys, you're really hurting people. I mean, because... You're echoing like peop- things that people don't want to hear, like you know, uh, sexuality mis- malfunction and all like that. People don't want to hear that. People want to hear good stuff. I think people need to start listening to that. Well, Just like, explain uh, to me what se- what, what sexuality we need misfunction. to kick over the money table, okay? Because they're going to rob us. Said stock market's about eighty percent. Don't interrupt, Dale. What don't sexuality interrupt. misfunction are you talking about? ED. You know, like put your head in the microwave for thirty seconds and see how what sex you are. Tell me what sex you are. Well, I don't believe we've urged anybody to put their head in the microwave for thirty seconds. Well, that's what's happening with this technology, with your phones and everything. You're slowly putting your head in the microwave, then you go pop out and tell me what sex you are. Basically, come on. Wow. So I, I pop mean, out of the microwave after thirty seconds, and I know what sex I am. They're just yeah. Well, it, radiation is a frequency. If they keep turning it up, everybody's going to think they're dogs, cats, and animals. I mean, flowers and stuff like that. That's exactly what it is. I mean, I think you need to stop the perpetuating division. I, I wish you guys, you know, I know it pays good money, but you're sounding like Trump. Well, just because I asked Mark, and there's a lot of people who don't have the ability to listen. They hear and they want to give their comments. Just because I hope everybody does, I accept everybody. I'm okay. <laughs> Just because I, I asked Mark to call me Fido doesn't mean I don't know who I am. <laughs> but you still didn't answer Where? me. Who does the CIA work for? I said so Comedy they, Central. Comedy oh, no. Central. Kevin's putting his headphones so they, on. <laughs> this is not they don't good. Get no money from, they don't get no money from the American taxpayers, American government. They don't. They, they, don't, they don't get, get money from the central bank. That's it. The central banks are ready to move their uh, money over to China. So. So we're going to move our money over to China, stick our heads in a microwave for 30 seconds, pop out and know what sex we are, and we're all working for the central bank and spreading division. Is that basically what you're telling us? Yeah, that's where they they got unlimited amount of money. You are are perpetuating what they want you to perpetuate. And you've got a lot of people who don't know how to listen. Just listen to the last five years. You got division, division. Next president is going to probably be worse. Only, I tell you, if we all gang up against the central bank... This would all come come to a head. Was the Bar Association involved in this in any way? Yeah, well, they're going to sit back and let everybody fight. They're the ones making out like bandits. 
I thought it was the central bank. Sorry, Dale. Smoke break is over. Back to your room. Sorry, guy. Sorry, buddy. Thank you, Dale. Thanks for checking in. Hope hope to hear from you in two more days because he can't listen to us for two days in a row. No, he gets out at 2.20 this afternoon for another (laughs) smoke break, so he'll call us. Okay. Um, Let's take a break. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Send in the clouds, don't bother Why, why, why? Uh, uh, that was actually for your circus thing. Right, your yeah. reference to Barnum yeah. and Bailey. Yeah. Well, it fits. I got it. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yep. Thank you. One of our good listeners says... I won't disagree with raising the age to purchase a semi-auto rifle, but we got to quit stealing the records, no, of, sealing. Sealing the records of troubled juveniles, especially when conducting a background check for a firearm. Amen. I agree. Yeah, that's 159 a good point. Very good point. Yep. Uh, lower right-hand corner, Joe. And, uh, Mark, you say you don't watch the press secretary. You are in radio. You have a talk show that deals with government doings. Don't you think you should? Do you know the list of things that start out with the phrase, Mark, Don't you think? <laughs> Mark Lawrence should? Do you know how long the list is, things that follow that? Substantial, I would suspect. Yes, I do what I can. I pay attention to podcasts. I read about six newspapers, I, tons of articles, AP. I do not have time to watch uh, Jen Psaki's or her uh, successors uh, Saint Pierre. Uh, in their long form. But if she says something noteworthy, I pick it up. I've even watched some Tucker Carlson this week, so I do what I can. But honestly, uh, whoever sent this uh, is not signed, but we rely on you, our listeners, to fill us in on what has happened. Joe said that she's not doing well. Well, I accept that on his observation, and and that might be true. So, I didn't dispute it. I, you know, I don't have any information either way. But uh, Joe and I try to be the conduit for informed, interested, opinionated people to voice their viewpoints, including, but certainly not limited to, Chris from Milton. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning. Uh, yesterday, I said what a true Trumper would say, and Trump said it the very next day. So I guess <laughs> I do know how Trump. That's scary. Right, which your uh, uh, callers often accuse me of. But uh, I also like to remind those people that uh, the Steele report wasn't released until after the election, so it, it had really no effect on the election. On the 2020 election? Or 2016. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you. See, we rely on our listeners to know everything, because we don't. What else? And uh, the 
guy who ran people down in Wisconsin wasn't particularly a socialist. I think he has one post on his thing about Black Lives Matter, which shows it cut up in BLM, cut up in in the shape of a watermelon. But that hardly makes him uh, from from a watermelon. The letter BLM. So he's not a and, white supremacist hate crimer necessarily. And, well, he, it's it's unknown exactly. He was a he was a criminal, and he was apparently running from a knife fight at the time he ran into the parade. So it's pretty ambiguous uh, that it's a hate crime. Okay. What else? In its definition. Uh, boy, there were a lot, there were a few other things too. But <laughs> yeah, this has been a big day for <laughs> misstatements. But go ahead. But uh, how do you feel about Mastriani? About uh, Mastriano. what he's likely his his, his sort of uh, his his anti uh, his his pro being for the lie and trying to overthrow the election and being able to appoint the next inspector of elections or the person who was in charge of election counting or whatever. Department the, of whatever State. That Department of State. Let me ask you, um, I, I didn't vote for Doug Mastriano, but let me ask you, what did he do that was illegal? What did he do that was illegal? Yeah. I don't think I said he did anything that no, was I'm illegal. Asking you he what did a lot of things that were... It, it might be illegal, actually. Uh, that's yet to be determined. Well, who's de- who, who will determine that? Well, he portrayed his Senate hearing in Gettysburg with President Trump on the phone as a Senate hearing, and it wasn't. It was just him uh, fur- Is that illegal? furthering the steal. Uh, it's questionable under Senate yeah, rules. Well, if you call trying to steal an election illegal, I guess it, it, it might qualify. And the fact that he sort of expressed approval of it, and that doesn't give you a lot of confidence about how fair he will be uh, about approving the next election if it goes against them. Right. Mastriano's an extremist, not necessarily a criminal, uh, neither of which you want in government if you have the choice. But we have many. Extremists? In both sides. Mm-hmm. Both sides of the aisle. Extreme but, criminals. Okay. Yeah, well, not criminals. I just asked. Who, uh, is, uh, openly, uh, openly uh, wants to... Uh, tries to engineer an overthrow of an election based on no real evidence is kind of suspicious. Uh, is not a type of person you really want to get elected. Yeah, but a lot of people have great faith that the gr- the big lie is real. So a lot of people have great faith uh, on no evidence. Right. Well, that's true, and but they don't need it. President Trump told them that's, that's sufficient. That's the D'Souza thing. Is that his name, D'Souza? Yeah. Well, Stacey, yeah, Stacey Abrams still hasn't accepted... exactly accept- a reliable uh, 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 source based on his other films. Well, Stacey Abrams still hasn't acknowledged the fact... Obama Chris, for the second election. Stacey Abrams still hasn't acknowledged that she lost the election four years ago. Well, she has her own reasons for doing that. Uh, well, so do I suppose does Doug Mastriano. Right, but Stacey yeah, Abrams but isn't perpetrating. Yeah, but his reasons are pretty uh, blatantly uh, false, even in your opinion, correct? Well, I don't, and Stacey Abrams is blatantly false, too. Well, uh, they, uh, well, you think he's the, the guy who was in charge of the election in, in that, in Georgia, was the candidate who was running. 
Right, but there's no and evidence he did, he did anything to, wrong. He did things to disrupt the uh, black voters. What did he do? Uh, he he, he, he uh, purged some voting lists and things like that, if I recall correctly. Well, if he purged a voting list, it had to be within the state's laws. He couldn't just do it on his own. Well, yes, he can. So uh, sta- Secret- Secretary of State can change t- take people off the voting laws? To, I believe. If you read, read what, what her complaint was about it and how close the election was, it certainly could have had that effect. All right. Anyway, so uh, obviously that's still in play in her view. What else? What else? Oh, uh, boy. You're tra- I've already done four things. I can usually only remember three. <laughs> <laughs> you did pretty well. All right, fabulous. Good for you. You're going to have to write them down because fact-checking is uh, well. It's pretty uh, un- unmet need around here. So Oh, we- about the, the racism of the Republican Party? They, they, they obviously have tried several times to suppress Democratic voting. Right. Well, that's. Did you realize how many Democrats happen to be black? Therefore, they are doing uh, suppressing black voting in order to do that. And have you heard the news this morning? When you say when I think one of the callers say the laws apply to everybody. Supposedly, the Jim Crow laws also applied to everybody, and how blacks were treated when they tried to register. The law was in place for everybody, but the. it was black people who were uh, who were made to answer questions, uh, absurd questions about knowledge of America, history. To uh, all right, we got to go. That was in the Jim Crow voting. era. All right, we got to go. But Thank they you had so the much. Right to ask anybody any questions. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. So Thanks that for calling in. Have a good one. Too, but it was how it was. Uh, how I don't it was think he can hear us. No, or he's not it, going it to listen. It wasn't illegal what they Have were nice doing day. by their Five, own law. Four, three. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Chris. Sure. Bye. I really appreciate it. Of course, right. he doesn't realize that Georgia has had a huge, as I mentioned earlier in the program, the news came out today, the influx of or the number of people who are registered to vote early in Georgia has actually dramatically increased over what it's been in the past. All right. Fabulous. All right. 1 800 795. So that vicious that Republican is proof law of that's Republican <laughs> bipartisanship and, and, and love. Okay. Kumbayaness. All right. Here we go. Hold on. <laughs> Thank you. Well said. Uh, upper right-hand corner, Joe. When you're, oh, this yeah, the context is if you President wanted Biden. President Biden to be president. Yeah, looking at the end product, it's really hard for some of us to believe he got more votes than any other president in history. And when we were talking about the influence of the Northumberland County GOP and the state Republicans pushing for Barletta to be the nominee for governor, I said, and I think Joe agreed, that the parties don't were pushing for it, but it doesn't appear to have much impact. And uh, Terry Madonna commented about the same, that the local parties and the state party don't have much impact. And to that end, one of our local committee people sent this in. It says, PA state and county GOP committees have little or no influence anymore. Voters are looking for different types of candidates, new or non-political types, business or practical life experiences. Frustrated over establishment, do-nothing elected officials, Dems in somewhat of the same boat. As Bob Dylan once said, the times they are a-changing. Looks like for the better, hopefully. All right, yeah, less, less kingmakers out there. 
1-800-795-9565 is our tele... Oh, speaking of Kingmaker, somebody sent us a note yesterday uh, into the newsroom that is Northumberland County GOP a Kingmaker if their person went down to defeat. <laughs> so really. I think that was intended for our um, our audience, but it never made it here. Al, you're on the mark. Thank you. I would like to say that this was the most free and fair election uh, for the presidential election of 2020. I would like to be able to say that. And if I was a Democrat and I really thought that, I would let them look into everything and look into the computers, do the forensic audits, just to prove it. Take the, you know, take the doubt out of it 100%, and I think everybody would feel a lot better. But they blocked the investigation of the computers in Pennsylvania. You can't get a forensic audit in all these states that are uh, wanting it. The, the, the courts are blocking us from finding out for sure that it was the most free and fair election, and Joe Biden got the most votes of any presidential election ever. And if that was, if that is true, and we have him in there, we are in decline because. I mean, that was a poor choice. If, if yeah, but we had to choice. get Trump out no matter what. Who knew it was going to lead to this? But I think people thought, well, it would probably be like a milquetoast, normal Democratic president. You know, you'll have some malaise and some things won't work. And he'll propose some things that will get through that you don't like and everything will be okay. We didn't know that we were going down the Johnny Flusher. <laughs> don't you think Trump is on the right path? Joe said that many a times. He liked his policies. He just didn't like his tweeting. Right. Um, you know, he had us on the right path. He had us respected. He had us strong. Um, the unemployment was doing great for all the minorities that needed it. I mean, it was, it was pretty good. I felt pretty good. But right now, I'm totally, I, like I said, I would love to be at ease and know that they did everything they could to prove that it was the most fair and free election and the most votes ever for any president ever. Um, I, I, that would make me feel great. I mean, it's not great that we got this guy that's not really up to the job. But um, And then that's it for that on, on May. And I'm not going to bring up anything about abortion, but uh, I'm just going to leave it right there. <laughs> but anyway... Well, your prayers have been answered. You should be happy. Yeah, yeah. but the shooter in Buffalo, that's where I want to go next. Uh, his mother let him down. His mother and his family let that poor young man down, too, because they know he had mental problems. Uh, he was out in the garage, and uh, he killed a cat, beat a cat to death, and then beheaded it with a hatchet in his garage uh, a year before this happened, and his mother helped him bury it in the backyard. So there's a red uh, flag. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the red flags were there, but his family left him down, too. And, you know, it, it, it goes way back. And I've had people that I had to turn into the law in my own family, and I'm a betrayer. I mean, I'm hated. But it was it was the right thing to do, and it didn't go anywhere. But what are you going to do? I mean, I did what I... It always comes back to my lessons I learned from the Bible. You bring it to your elder, and, and you... Let them handle it, and if they can't handle it, well, at least 
I did my part. I, I brought it to their attention. And I just feel sorry for that kid because I think his family could have helped him out, too. I mean, it's awful what he did, but obviously he was possessed with some kind of evil that led him to this decision to go up there and kill people. Well, unless you're a racist, I would suspect that if your son became radicalized and started spouting racist things at the dinner table, you might want to see that he got some help. I agree with you. Definitely would. Definitely would. Uh, and, and I went with letting... Uh, buy any guns or anything like that. I mean, once he turns 18, he's his own man, but I would be down at the courthouse and talking to Toomey again and saying, hey, why are you not putting this my kid, you know, in jail or give him the choice of jail or rehab or give him the choice of jail or a mental hospital or something? You know, you got to do something for this kid. And, and us relying on the government, you know, it, it's, it's too much relying on the government to do that stuff, and when we're letting out the family, the family has to. But if the parents feel the same way, Al, if the parents feel the same way, they wouldn't be turning him in, they would be encouraging him. Well, that's true, so maybe they better look at the whole family, because they're all nuts. If she, if she didn't do anything when her kid was, you know, acting in such a heinous way of killing cats and chopping their heads off with an axe, and then she goes out and helps him bury it, I mean, that's one of the stories that came out about this kid. And, you know, it was the same thing down in Florida. When that kid killed down in Florida, that was, uh, there was plenty of red flags there. 30, 40 red flags went up and they didn't do anything. So it's, it's you know, a whole community thing. Yeah, well, you, you got it. All right, we got Thanks, you, Al. Man. Thank you so much for calling in. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Hit the emails, Joe. All right, one of our emailers says, I cannot help but be very suspicious of this ballot issue. I have a feeling... What's quote, the ballot issue, just before you continue? Uh, what a ballot issue are we talking about? I don't know. Mail-in ballots? In know, general. In okay. general, I think. All right. Feeling the fix is in for the woman to come out on top miraculously. The Dems have cheated on the election before, and I bet this is another hit. I think we're talking about Stacey Abrams here. Okay. They say mishan- mismarked problems on the ballot, so they couldn't be read. Ha! I don't buy it. Too convenient. I think she's talking about Barnett. Well, Barnett lost by more than an issue, more than a little bit, so I well, don't know. Well, Dem- Dems have cheated on the election before, but so have Republicans. Holy smokes. I mean, I think that's a a U.S. thing. Read the book, Deliver the Vote. It's, it's a, a great book, and yeah. it'll tell you how many And times. it is bipartisan over the decades, or more Dems than Republicans? No, it's pretty much evenly divided. Okay. Yeah, I know in Pennsylvania, corruption's been always both. Or either, I guess. But um, sometimes they both do it in the same election. <laughs> yeah, neither way. Well, that's what happened in the in the twenty twenty election. People were writing in dead people's names for Trump, and people were writing in Biden from dead people from dead people's ballots for him. So <laughs> it wasn't a vast wing conspiracy. It was just crazy people. If you write in like Mickey Mouse, and I've seen this, I've actually seen it. Does that count? Is that, you know, do you consider that voting fraud? No, because he doesn't actually exist. Yeah. I've seen people write in can, Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse. No, I, right. I think it's accepted that you can write in whomever you wish to serve, whether they're real or not. That's up to you. Well, I mean, if, they, if Donald Duck would somehow win, they would have to send him a notice asking whether or not he accepted the nomination. All right, and if he did, <laughs> and if he, he did, would try I to duck the nomination. Be on the ballot, right. <laughs> 
Uh, actually, okay, it's, it's wasting your vote. That's what it's really doing. Frightened. So, well, if you don't know who to vote for, the position's empty. You don't. Nobody wants to take it. If you write in somebody, they're not going to take it. Like a committee, no, not a committee person, but a, you know, some other job that nobody wants. You could yeah. put. You could write in constable somewhere, but that doesn't mean the person's going to take it. Well, the greatest election of all time with respect to two parties working together to perpetrate a fraud was the Hayes Tilden election. You know, the Republicans managed to take about four states, I think it was, and convince the voters or convince the uh, electors there that they supported Hayes. In return, the Democrats didn't object if they would pull the troops out of the South and end Reconstruction. So you had both of them. Wow. Poor Samuel J. Tilden was the guy who got lost in the shuffle. Upper right-hand <laughs> corner, and then we're going to okay. take the break. Over the weekend, a young man wearing body armor walked into a grocery store in a predominantly black part of Buffalo and opened fire, killing 10 people. He reportedly yelled racial epithets as he did this. Later, police discovered he'd written a manifesto about his planned crime. In that manifesto, he talked about white replacement theory, a claim that white people are being replaced in society by people of color. Guess who's a major proponent of white replacement theory? That's right, Fox News. Tucker Carlson, in particular, has been espousing that view for months. Years. Once again, we have evidence that Fox News is radicalizing domestic terrorists. And how will Republican lawmakers respond to this tragedy? Doubtlessly, it will be through thoughts and prayers statements, followed by absolutely no action whatsoever. As we've seen time and time again, Republicans are more than okay with the loss of innocent life, even children, because their ability to artificially feel tough by owning guns is what's more important to them. Guns over humans, the pro-life party indeed. With that point of view, it's no wonder Fox News is having such an easy time radicalizing its audience. E.B., why don't you go to Chicago and look at the black-on-black violence there that has nothing to do with Fox News. There was just a 10-year-old kid shot in New York over the weekend, uh, New York City, uh, who was just in the middle of a crossfire, shot and killed. You know, this this is black-on-black violence. It has nothing to do with white replacement theory or the Republicans and guns. It has to do with bad actors, as Stan so often says. It's not a gun problem, it's a people problem. Whether they're criminals, whether they're gangbangers, whatever they are, if they don't have respect for human life, this is the kind of thing that's going to happen. When you say bad actors, you don't mean like Tom Cruise or somebody like that? No. No, I mean, in terms, police always refer to the criminals as the actor. I know. I know. I always love that. 1-800-795-9565. I want to tell you that On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. And if you go down there right now, 2022 Ford Ranger, four-door, five-foot bed, Cactus gray is the official name for this color. I didn't know what it was called. It, when it is dark, it just looks like a gray. But when the sun comes out, it's got this uh, sort of 3D metallic look to it. 3D metallic look to it. It's a Super Crew 4x4 with a 5-foot box, 126-inch wheelbase. What's that mean? Well, that means the wheelbase is nice and long, so the ride is better. 2.3-liter EcoBoost motor, 10-speed automatic transmission, all the emergency braking and all that sort of lane-holding stuff that really makes it super-duper smart. And it's only well, it's less than $50,000. I don't want to guess here what the discount would be, but it's less than $50,000. More than forty, less than fifty. How about that? And it actually exists. It's got the lift kit already on it, and it is 100% ready to go. Ebony premium cloth interior. That's black to you and I, and it's an opportunity for you to save a lot of money. You can get, uh, you can probably hit 30 miles per gallon on the highway, and uh, you won't be down in the teens in the winter when you're driving around, so that's going to be nice. And it's an actual truck. It can tow thousands of pounds 
so you can tow a trailer or a boat. It's a fabulous Ford Ranger. You're going to feel like you're in a luxurious car when you're riding in this thing. Rides like a car. And that's at the Sunbury Motor Company. SunburyMotors.com. They also got a Ford Bronco down there that's got the lift kit already on it. Oh, to die for. I'll take one. SunburyMotors.com. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Oh, the times they are changing Well, we're loaded with emails here, and right, we go have ahead a call on. pending. Uh, one says, Mark, tell EB, if owning a gun makes you feel tough, he generalizes everything. Right. Owning a gun does make you feel tough. Well, <laughs> right. I guess you own a gun, you feel tough? I do. You packing today? Not today, okay. but I could at any moment. <laughs> then you don't feel tough today, right? Uh, I'm pretty tough. And one of our writers explains what she meant when we were, we were suspecting that she was referring to Georgia, but she wasn't. She says, I'm talking about Kathy Barnett. I know she's behind in votes, but there are a ton of ballots to be counted. Just watch her come out of the doldrums to over the top. Wouldn't surprise me. Then she'll start acting like Liz Cheney and become a Dem leader. There's a thought. A Democratic leaner. Right. Yeah, she's 85,000 votes back, so it's going to be quite a comeback well, that since would, there that aren't be, that many mail-ins to be counted no, yet. No, there aren't. Matter of fact, so. I thought there was something like, what, eight fifteen thousand. so I doubt that she could get yeah, there. Yeah, they're almost done. And then Doug says, Mark just said it. We had to get Trump out no matter what. To the media, the left, and a lot of Republicans, it didn't matter what or who else was put in office, and they were all too willing to do anything to make sure Trump wasn't reelected. That means they were more than willing to lie and cheat to get their desired result. Respond to that if you dare. Well, that is a very firmly held belief. A lot of people believe that. It's false, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with faith and belief. Heck, half my You're life... You're working for the central bank. Oh, that's You're spreading the lies. That's right. Your smoke breaks <laughs> over it soon, too. Chris, you're on the mark. A few things, if I have time. You but, have a minute. Uh, you have uh, the 60 all, seconds. First of all, uh... Trump also got more votes than anybody in history, except for in that election. <laughs> yeah, good point. And so I don't think that proves anything one way or another. And uh, the, the, the states that counted Democratic, uh, counted uh, mail-in votes fir- first, it was the Democrats who had the big lead. And as they counted the other votes, it it went the it went toward Trump more. Some states he won, some states he lost. But that was a thing all across the United States. So there is not any that's not suspicious about anything. 
Well, that's ridiculous. It's like I agree with you that the people that say, oh, my gosh, you know, the election was stolen. People say, well, and guess what happened at 2 o'clock? They stopped counting. Well, no kidding. Guess what they do at 2 o'clock now? They stop counting, and they go home, and they come back and finish the next day. And, uh, the, and then they the, break the, out the, the Democratic the emergency ballots. Well, you and I remember they used to count all night until it was over. That's the, what they should do. Well, but it's going to take three days? The 2000, uh, 2000 Mules movie, the, what they used with tracing telephones, uh, the Clinton people tried that around the White House, and what phone calls were being made to Russia in the vicinity of the White House, and it seemed like a very high number, and they released that, but when everybody, it proved absolutely nothing, and it was dropped very quickly because of the, how, how accurate those, those phone calls are, and you couldn't tell if they were coming from within the White House or not, and all that, okay. because of the distance problems in, the, in, in what, what the data was really showing. And so it's enormous. Plus, we didn't have any of the phone calls to know what them were about. Chris, we're out of time. You've got got two minutes, and we're out of time. We're out of time, Chris. The program's over. Thank you for calling. Have a good weekend. Take care. Be nice. I am, but time's up. we got to go to the station break and get out of here. Dan Patrick is standing over there waiting to get in the room. Okay, you got 10 seconds. This is WKOK Radio, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. You've been listening on the mark. Have a great day, and now it's time for Dan Patrick.